Welcome to Rocking Our Priors. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Evans. Now, here's a question. Does patriarchal policing suppress innovation? So culturally tight societies tend to have fewer innovations. Could asymmetrical cultural policing help explain women's lower share of patents and leadership? So in general, cultural looseness is associated with more innovations and creativity. So in some cultures, norm deviance is punished, whereas in others, it's perfectly permissible. Over the past 200 years, America has become culturally looser. And as people come to think more freely, they also seem to become more innovative, expressive and creative. The share of culturally loose terms in the enormous corpus of Google Books is associated with a rise in patents, trademarks, films and more individualistic baby names. That's a very nice paper that came out a few years ago by Joshua Jackson and Michelle Gelfand and others. And that is, of course, precisely what happened during the Enlightenment. As peers praised innovation, men eagerly experimented and gained prestige. Networks of scientists, entrepreneurs and artisans promoted cultural change by collectively celebrating creativity. You may all get ready, guess which book I'm referring to. The Wonderful Enlightened Economy by Joel Mockier, one of my favourite books of all time. Okay, now across the United States, inventors often hail from places that are culturally loose. So if you look at Harrington and Gelfand's survey of cultural tightness across the US, it's closely correlated with Alex Bell and Al's uh, map of inventors. No surprises, but it's much, much lower in the southeast, which is, of course, culturally tight. Now, what about gender? Until now, cultural tightness and looseness have only ever been analysed as societal averages. This omits sexist double standards. For example, ancient Greek men were highly individualistic. They jousted and debated, while women were silent subordinates. Young men are free to roam Delhi, but their sisters are tightly surveilled. You may recall Shannon Phillips' wonderful book about young middle-class men in modernising Delhi. Now, might this asymmetric policing affect men and women's creativity? In places where women face heightened expectations for conformity, do they act more like societies that are culturally tight? We already know that patriarchy suppresses women's performance in mathematics as well as their cognitive development. But what's the precise mechanism? To answer this question, Xinquin, Roshua, Ling Tan, Wan Lu Li, and Chen Chen recruited over 15,000 participants via Amazon's Mechanical Turk. They asked whether social norms are more strictly enforced for women. They find that gender bias in cultural tightness varies across the United States. It's lowest in Maryland, Highest in Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina. Oh, no, wait, even higher in Utah. And this correlates with religiosity, conservatism and Republican dominance. No surprises there then. It also tracks men's share of business and political leadership. 
So that's exactly what we'd expect, right? Religiously conservative states are dominated by men and police women. Okay, now, here's where it gets a little bit more interesting. As I was saying earlier, across the world and over time, culturally tight societies tend to gestate fewer trademarks and patents. Xinquin colleagues, Xing, sorry, Xinquin and colleagues find the exact same association for gender. In states where women are more strictly policed, they're less likely to secure utility patents. Now that's a technical term. Utility patents are only awarded for designs that are totally novel with very high creativity. Of course, it's impossible to know whether this is because women themselves are not as creative or whether gatekeepers are more discriminatory. Men's ownership of startups is also higher in states with gender-biased cultural tightness. That is, men may be more inclined to take risks. Men's share of STEM occupations also tracks gender bias. Now, correlation clearly is not causation. It's only an association. It would be amazing to test this hypothesis over time um, in the style of Joshua Jackson and colleagues. So I ask you, does asymmetric praise of male individualism uniquely encourage men to take risks, start their own businesses, stand as leaders and file for utility patents? Thank you very much for listening. I'm Dr. Alice Evans. Take care and have a lovely day.